do talk. We have opinions. And we share them. But only with people we kick it with. Until Until now. now. Join us on our journey to change the narrative about introverted personalities. That's right. Randomly and eloquently, we'll be discussing various topics surrounding womanhood, the black experience, and overall adulthood. The the worst worst hood ever. Welcome to Random Eloquence. Well-spoken rants. Hello and welcome back to another episode of Random Eloquence, the podcast. I am Crystal. And I'm Paula. Hello to everybody out there. Hey, Crystal. Hey, girl. What's going on? I missed you. I know. We So we, we took a little break and um, <laughs> we kind of forgot the name of our show a minute ago. Yes, y'all. <laughs> we had a time and I'm so goofy. I'm over here like, wait, what's the name of the, show, the podcast? What are we <laughs> Which podcast is this? I feel like there's a whole bunch of things going on. Um, yes, but we are here. We're back. We had to take a little quick break, but don't worry. We told y'all we were coming back. And um, we are on episode five. Episode five. I can't believe it. We're just chugging along here. We are making progress. Absolutely. absolutely. Like it's an assignment or something. You're making progress. But I mean, you, you know what I mean. We're, we are. We're still doing this. We're still here. Um, and we're happy to be back. Yes, I think we both needed that little break. It actually was a gift um, in dis- or a blessing in disguise. So um, it's April, but like, man, this year has been intense, you know, with a lot of things. So we, we kind of needed that break. So sometimes yeah. breaks are necessary to help us come back fresh, renewed, and rejuvenated. So I'm excited. I'm excited to be back on the mic. I needed this outlet back in my life. <laughs> yeah. So how are you today? I'm doing uh pretty good, you know. Can't can't complain. Um it's almost dinner. Well, technically it is my dinner time, but I'm going to eat when we're done. I'm always thinking about food. It's so sad. But um that's what's on my mind right now. But yeah, yeah I'm great. How about you? Good. I'm pretty good. Um you know, today is Sunday I recording day, so the weekend's coming to a close, but I must say I had a pretty pretty good weekend. I did two mm-hmm. birthday parties, so that's how I know the world is getting back to quote unquote normal because I'm getting invited to things Mm -hmm. (laughs) but um it was fun you know both birthday parties were for my son so one was a skating party yesterday and then today we went to the aquarium and we got to go out to eat afterwards and the kids had a blast it was very small you know very low-key which y'all just living it up we were. My son, he had all these uh dates, you know, all these he's assignments. so so popular to be just oh, four. Apparently, right? And I'm <laughs> like, man, this is just the beginning. I got a lifetime left of uh being a chauffeur. <laughs> but it was nice. So um the weather, you know, was a little cloudy and cold, but it warmed up a little bit. So I've been enjoying that daytime. But yeah, so it was it was a pretty good um pretty good weekend. Really can't complain. It goes by so fast as usual. It really, really does. And like yesterday, my weekend and I was on on a panel discussion about mental health and wellness. Um, and it took up a lot of my day. And here I am again working technically. Yeah. And so yeah, I, I kind of need another day before Monday I wish that there was like another day between Sunday and Monday sometimes oh absolutely I really I really think we need to go ahead and move toward the um four-day work week that would be awesome because sometimes two days is not enough it goes by like a blip and then back to work for five days and then a blip and you're back to work for five days and you literally do the same thing over and over and over again 
Yeah, and the fact that we have to cram all of your personal activities into two days is just so unrealistic. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's always weeknights, of course, after work, but realistically, you still kind of like can't do much, you know, because yeah. most and people I, I want to be four or five. Right. And I want to be, you know, in my house and staying in my house, you know what I'm saying? No later than like nine o'clock. So I'm not trying to do too much. Exactly. So yeah, weeknights yeah. are weeknights are for watching sitcoms and, you know, catching up on TV. It's not for doing anything. In my exactly. Opinion. It really isn't. <laughs> we should definitely um touch on that one day in the future. Like who came up with this whole Monday through Friday construct of work? And I I know where it came from. 40-hour work week. Yeah, it came from factory work, you know, honestly. It came from that mentality, um, obviously, generations ago. But the fact that we are still... Operating uh, this way? Operating, yeah, operating that way in this decade, in this year, it's very antiquated. But, you know, you can blame it on our capitalistic society. I digress. I was um, going to just say it's ghetto, but, you know, antiquated it works ghetto. as well it is so <laughs> anyway well yeah so good good to see your face again i see you're repping your i see you're repping um a very familiar brand shout out to feeding fearless um paula's personal blog and her brand of t-shirts so shout out to that please follow them on instagram at feeding fearless because i'm gonna plug her she's not gonna plug herself <laughs> probably not well it, it's at feeding fear underscore less oh yes yeah, sorry about that say it again for the people in the back at feeding fear underscore less. All right, cool. Thank you for the shameless plug, Crystal. Of course, always got to support your own. I'll put it in the description box below. (laughs) (laughs) Always wanted to say that. All right, cool. So, um, you know, we're, you know, getting back into the swing of things. So, whoo, this thing called adulting that we talk about, we're going to, um, you know, get into, just some current events per se, you know, a lot has happened since we last recorded, but as always, we're going to get into some random fun before we get into our random rants. So I'm just going to get right to it. Paula, I have a missing persons report and I need your help. I need to know this somebody that is missing and I just need to know where they are. Okay. All right. So my burning question today is, um, where is Macy Gray? <laughs> what? <laughs> Where is she? Where is Macy Gray? I need I, mean, I really need someone to let me know. <laughs> I'm weak because I was not expecting that. Um <laughs> and I know you don't have an answer. Because no, because no one knows. No, no one, one knows. knows. And but also, um I mean I hate to say this, but is anybody missing her? Because I don't think I, they are. I never really cared for her style of singing or music. I did not either. So for some reason, this came over me. You know, again, these questions that I come up with usually just literally come to me very randomly. (laughs) I honestly can't even pinpoint what made me think of her. But I asked my husband, I said, hey, where's Macy Gray? And he had the same reaction, like, what? I said, no, (laughs) we got to give her her flowers. Like, I didn't, I definitely did not like her voice either. I think. Well, what are we giving her flowers for then? Because you know what? Low key, let's, let's, let's be real. Like she, she was on the natural hair movement when we were. Before it was a look at her like, oh my goodness, look at her hair. You know, she kept it natural, meaning how, how she looked, her appearance. She was. NDRE before NDRE, if that makes sense. And we don't give NDRE her flowers either. Let's be honest. NDRE is way more, 
I don't know, Macy Gray just kind of like screams at you. And India Irie, you know, she speaks to your soul. I'd yes. rather have someone that speaks to my soul. Oh, singing wise, there's no comparison. Yeah, <laughs> no. I, absolutely. India Irie, hands down, better singer, better, like you said, just gets the message out better. Yes. Um, but Macy Gray, yeah, I never really was a fan. But she was one of those people that, I don't know, you were just intrigued by, I guess, or loved to hate. Um, I, mean, <laughs> I, I don't say that I love to I didn't hate her I didn't love her either um right but I also I also wasn't intrigued by her I remember yeah. randomly like she was in a in a Spider-Man movie a long time ago oh really like she had a cameo in a Spider-Man movie you know this, she did pop up in some movies as you're right as cameos yeah, and she like always cameos, played herself basically and it was just, I just remember like she was singing at some fair or some event or something like that. And then Spider-Man swoops in to save the day. And I'm just like, Macy Gray of all people, that's who y'all chose for your, your cameo, your singing cameo, but whatever. Mm-hmm. Yep. Okay. This is before Marvel like got better. Yeah. This was like maybe 2007, eight. I'm sure it was. A whatever the Spider-Man was with Kirsten Dunst in it. That, that. Oh movie. yeah. That was a long a- time ago. Yeah. Um, yeah, she, you know, she always had the natural hair thing. And obviously, you know, I don't know about you, but we all imitated her voice. <laughs> you were like the only me? one. Would you like me to demonstrate? Sure. Yes, do it for the people. <laughs> it's not much. It's not hard to impersonate her voice. It really isn't. And I mean that, unfortunately, with all shade. Because it always sounded like she just needed a, a cup of hot tea. You know? Or a cough drop. Or a cough drop, you know, yeah. with the honey, honey agave, yeah, something. some honey and some lemon, you know, hook her right up. Ah, uh, see, I try to say goodbye, but I choke. <laughs> I, try, I try to walk away and I stumble. Oh, my God. I try to Stop. say. You about to give me nightmares? <laughs> my whole world crumbles when you're not here. That is all that I know. I should have looked at the lyrics. That's all. I just wanted to know who she is. <laughs> but now that, well, I guarantee you, the phones are listening. And as soon as, as soon as we get off, guess who's going to show up somewhere in our news feed or in our browser cookie history? Her. Yep. I did Google her right before the show. Apparently, she's 53 years old, which blew my mind. Oh, wow. I didn't I did know she was know. Old either. 53. So, shout out to Macy Gray. She had a couple hits. Were they hits that we like? Maybe not, but it's no shade. No shade, but you knew the song. You knew the song. Because you couldn't help, but when it came on the radio, you heard that voice and you're like, what? Who right. is that? How does she get, okay. Like if she can get a record deal, maybe I can get one. Right. So that's all. But that was my burning question. I just need to know. I didn't know if you had any updates <laughs> on her life or if you've seen her out in these streets. I didn't know. Just wanted to find out. That's it. Moving yeah. on. All right. Well, thank thank you. Um, thank you for that, Crystal. So, <laughs> so I'm random. Gonna, this is <laughs> this I is why we're random eloquent, right? Basically, because I was I was gonna like try to figure out, okay, how exactly do we shift the conversation to a little more serious note? But I can't right now. That's fine, cause um, you know, there's always I do. All right, I can. I got something funny for you. It's not really funny, but it's funny. So we'll shift because after the break, we're going to do our random rant. We're going to get a little more serious, like I said, into current events. Um, but first, before I make you laugh again, hopefully, um, <laughs> episode four, we did talk about, um, you know, traveling mm-hmm. and the title was um, 
we've got cabin fever. We were tired of being in the house, and we yeah. still and we still are. Nothing has changed, and um, yeah, no one really. We haven't really gotten any feedback on that. Um, honestly, no one has really. Oh, so said nobody anything. wants to travel. No, I haven't. I mean, outside of the people that we had polled before we recorded that episode, you know, who told us where they wanted to go. Mm-hmm. Um, we haven't heard any feedback on that one and that's all fine. Um, well, we, we did maybe have one comment on Instagram. They were talking about in general, how they prefer to fly over driving, but yeah, it was pretty quiet and that's fine. I know we've been gone for a week or two. So yeah. So I really don't have anything to recap. Um, yeah, we're still out here trying to catch a flight. Um, trying to get flued out. Yeah. So trying to get <laughs> driven out just out yeah so if y'all have any uh airline connects you know at this point i'll even take a train uh airplane a bus whatever let us know hit us up um yeah so one more thing before we'll take a break and get into our topic so as we are going to talk about the world has been heavy but on a personal note it's just been so much happening i just want to share this random thing so y'all know like the word karen is like not necessarily (laughs) you know, um, the best of names to yeah, have right now. Like a negative connotation right now. Yeah. So I actually, and I was going to hold this off for a future episode or something, but it just keeps happening. So I actually have a real life Karen, okay, in my life mm-hmm. that annoys me. <laughs> so I've been living at my current residence for about three years now, okay? And apparently, before I lived here, there was a lady by the name of Karen that lived here. This sounds like the beginning of a Lifetime movie, because it is. (laughs) All right? So, this lady named Karen, long story short, she um, used to own this house, and she bought another house literally down the street. So, she lives on my same street, okay? That's weird. Her, Her real name is Karen, and I know all this for the following reasons. In the three years that I have resided here, Karen has continued to get packages sent to my home. Okay. Now, the first time, the first several times, because I'm quite flexible, sometimes too flexible with people, I was very nice. And um, well, at first, I was like, who is it? Like, I didn't know who lived here before me. Who keeps getting packages? Like, of course, I get packages and I'm like, who is Karen? Such and such. Mm -hmm. And I kind of put two and two together and I said, this got to be the person that used to live here because I keep, I get, I used to get junk mail. You know, you just get junk mail from the previous owners. Yeah. But I was like, I keep getting stuff. So I was like, but, but this is weird. This is like a Walmart package. These are recent packages. So like, how is she still getting mail here? Yeah. So long story short, I investigated. I found her through the uh, next door app. I don't know if you know, have that. Yeah. I don't have it, but I know what it is. Okay, so I had the next door app and you know I used her first and last name and I looked up and I found her and I said, Oh, perfect. So I, and I realized she lived on my street still because I was thinking she lived somewhere else, but it was weird. And so I said, Hi, Karen. Um, I have package for you. Da-da-da. So first time, you know, she came, she picked it up, it was fine. Mm-hmm. I'm not exaggerating. She has in the three years, because that was like three years ago when it first happened. I'm like, all right. Maybe she just moved out. That's weird, but maybe she just forgot to update her account of Walmart or whatever it is. Do you know almost um, monthly I get pack packages, not junk mail. I get this woman's packages at my house. And one time it was so bad where 
I messaged her and was like, come get your package. And because <laughs> at this point, I have an attitude. Mm-hmm. So she came, but it was like, so it was like a, it was like a night. It was like a nighttime. So the more the next morning, I was like, please come get your package. She literally rings my doorbell at like seven o'clock a.m. This was a Saturday morning. I never forget. Oh no. Rings my doorbell at seven. I purposely Perfect. did not go to the door because it's seven a.m. and I'm, I'm still if I'm not asleep, I'm not coming to the door. Long story short, do you know that lady stood there and rang my doorbell? I mean, rang it. Kept like a crazy woman, rang my doorbell, and then um I didn't answer. Cause I didn't, I just said at the time I didn't know it was her. Mm-hmm. So then I went downstairs to this big eight by 10 note on my door. It was like, please um, open the door. I have been here several times. I need my package. So basically Karen was trying to Karen me and rush me into opening my house door to get the packages that she keeps getting sent. Mind you, it was a big box this time too. And so the reason why I wasn't going to carry it down to her house, cause it was a big box. Mm-hmm. And so I I was like, all right, I don't know what she want me to do. Like, she didn't leave no number or nothing. So I put the box outside. Next thing you know, this man pulls up to my driveway. And he was like, hi, um, I'm here to get a package for Karen. And I said, yeah, who are you? He was like, I'm her boyfriend. Mind you, this lady is like in her 60s with a boyfriend. Nonetheless, he's like, I'm here to get a package for Karen. And I, and I was like, all right, cool. But can you please tell Karen to update her address? Yes. I said, this has happened Three several years. times. Yeah, no, literally. I said, I've been here a minute and she keeps getting packages, not junk mail, packages. He's like, oh yeah, I apologize. You know, I don't know. I don't know what he said. So he took the package. It settled down for several months. Do you know yesterday, <laughs> I got another package from two packages from Walmart. I said, you know what? So I left it outside and I was petty. And I literally wrote a note and I said, I literally, I was petty. I put a note on the box because I knew eventually she would have to figure out that it got mailed here. Mm-hmm. But I, what I'm not going to do is I'm not going to go walk it down. And also what I'm not going to do is send my black husband to this white woman's house Mm-mm. and to drop off anything because all it takes is why were you in my yard and we yeah. already know and we don't we don't and, need no problem and it's so sad that i had to think like that but her name is karen and well yeah and so and i didn't like how she came last time with give me my package because it was an attitude or ringing my doorbell like you and live ringing here. my doorbell like the crazy woman that she is because i later found out that she legit like crazy the neighbors that live next to me kind of was like oh yeah yeah, I'm not surprised. Like she keeps, she's crazy. They literally said it. Like we are so happy that she moved out of the house. Wow. So anyway, um, yeah. So she, she, um, I wrote a note and I said, Karen, please update your address. Take your package. This is yours. Cause I knew that she eventually was gonna come. So yeah, I left the house and when I came home, it was gone. So mm-hmm. assuming that Karen took it and not a random thief. Um, so yeah, that was just my random little micro rant. Wow. I just stop. <laughs> and when you make mistakes like that, don't Karen me and have an attitude with me. Yeah. You're like mailing own, own, up to your, own up to your crap. Like you've been living down the street for three years and you haven't mm-hmm. updated your address. Like that's, that's, a, that's a you problem, honey, not mine. <laughs> she better be lucky. The next time I get a package, I just might not take it. I might, I might just pretend like I know. I would put return to sender on it. This person don't live here. You that's what my me. husband said. I'm like, well, that's being nice. Returning to sender is the best that I could do for her. I really should just keep it, but I'm not going to do it. 
<laughs> I mean, that's what I was getting at. Like, keep keep sending them packages here. Eventually, one of those packages is going to entice me, and I'm going to get curious. And I'm like, well, what's in it? Because technically, it's on my property now. Yeah, it came to my address, but nah, you yeah. know, you, you don't you don't want those problems. Her name is already Karen, so it yeah. literally is Karen. So I just wanted to share that. It's not like funny, but it was just like, what are the chances that this lady's name is Karen and she's acting like her namesake? Anyway, that's it. Um, yeah, so. <laughs> So please, if just if this is you, please update your mailing addresses on all your online accounts. I understand you might not have ordered from a certain site in years, but before you hit submit order or add to cart, go ahead and check your mailing address, people. Please, like don't be an inconvenience and then argue with the people, the homeowners or whoever that that are accidentally getting your mail. Yeah, don't don't do that. Don't do that. All right, we're going to go ahead and take a quick break, and then we're going to come back with today's random rants. My name is Kaden, and I listen to the Random Elk Queen podcast. Welcome back. All right, so what are we getting into today? So it's interesting that you brought up a Karen type of situation. Um, and if your name is Karen out there, I'm sorry. We're, 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 we're not saying that just because your name is Karen that you're automatically going to have that entitled, privileged behavior and attitude. But unfortunately, a lot of that is continuing to exist. Um, and to just be completely transparent, we are exhausted. We are exhausted. Um, there... <laughs> I I literally, I have a love-hate relationship with the news because at any given time, I can go on and I can see someone that looks like me being murdered unjustly um, or like, well, I'll just talk about what recently happened. Last week, um, George Floyd's killer, who was recorded last year kneeling on this man's neck recorded and it was you know recorded for the world to see a jury found him guilty on all charges and i watched it and i thought i would feel relieved but i was still so sad literally i shed tears because it was recorded everybody saw it and it took this long to go to trial and it took it took this for someone to be held accountable for their actions. So I thought, you know, seeing him being convicted guilty and being led away in handcuffs would make me feel better. It did not. I don't know about anybody else listening, but I was not joyed. I wasn't happy about that um, because it persists. The, the problem, the systemic problem still persists literally <clears throat> i think um it was on, i saw it on social media first but literally the same day 16 year old black girl was killed by police yeah I and mean, a she lot. called them she called them because she was being um attacked people were like trying to come for her and i've seen there's been multiple theories about you know why people were trying to fight her all the other stuff i don't really care about that because at the end of the day you shot a child yep. who was using a knife to protect herself four times. Right. Like excessive, excessive force was used. And it's just, I'm tired. It is emotionally and mentally 
devastating and draining. <clears throat> so um, it, it's ironic you brought up a Karen and the fact that you're not going to send your husband down the street to give her her packages. And I don't blame you because if we don't protect our lives, we know <laughs> we already know there's people out there who don't care whether we live, whether we die. And yeah, it's, and I think it's the it's ignorance hits me because when you try to um explain these this thought process that we have, when you try to explain that thought process to a non-black person or a non-person, a person of a person who's not black, basically, um, they think you're being dramatic. And what do you mean you wouldn't send your husband? I mean, those are your neighbors, and it's like y'all are not conditioned to think. Unfortunately, we've been socialized and conditioned to think 10 steps ahead. Mm -hmm. Like I have no choice but to think like that. Yeah, you my neighbor by proximity, but, but I don't know you. Nothing. I don't know your motives. Yeah. I don't know your intentions. I don't know your background and yeah. I'm not going to take the chance of stepping on your doorstep on your property. On your property. And we have seen cases where we are literally doing normal things and have been killed. Mm -hmm. So all it could take for it to look wrong. This tall black man is on my property with a box. Yep. What does he want? What or worse? Or what does he have? Is he coming to hurt me? Yes, or he stole it from me. Granted, or he's that. walking towards your property with the box. It, it's just terrible, you know? And so, yes, when you try to explain to people, they're like, well, what do you mean? I think you're being dramatic. I don't think it's really like that. You know, give people the benefit of the doubt. Unfortunately, I don't have... I can't afford that. I can't afford to give you the benefit of the doubt. I have to think differently. It's not me being paranoid. It's not me. It's not in my head. And it's terrible. It's exhausting, like Paula says. You have to always... Anytime we go anywhere outside of our four walls, we have to, we have to always think different. We got to like, who all going to be there type thing. Like, okay, mm -hmm. I'm going to this thing. I'm going to this part of town. What am I going to encounter? I'm going to this restaurant I've never been. Is it welcoming? Um, it's just so many things as a person of color or a black person, because we're black, but there's other races who you know semi-identified to this but mm -hmm. for the sake of better words for us black people it is exhausting like paula said and so as she mentioned yeah that day that uh derek chauvin was charged with murder the feelings are, are very uh i don't even know if you want to say bittersweet it was like okay he got like why are we praising him for something well, well not praising him excuse me or praising the system for holding him accountable. Yeah, for something that they should be doing. That's like rewarding somebody for uh, brushing their teeth. Like, well, you should be brushing your teeth. That getting, you know, finding somebody um, guilty of something like that should be normal. It should be happening on a regular. Especially it's, when uh, it's recorded and, you know, seen, you know, 10 times the world over. There was, I think, a heading. It was out of Australia. And it said, I think it says something like man um, convicted of murder for videotaping of murder or something like something like that. Basically, it was it pointed out the obvious. Basically, this man was on this man's neck and he killed someone and it's recorded. So murderer recorded murdering someone convicted of murder. I think that's exactly what it said. And it was it was in Australia. <laughs> Talk about a play on words. Right. Um, but yeah, it's a. Uh, this this is by no means a you know political 
um, podcast or extremely leftist or rightist podcast or whatever, however, you, you know, your, your political bent, we're not here to try to sway anybody to think the way that we think, but we have to be real about the reality of what it means. Yeah. I mean, well, this um, podcast is about our experience and exactly. our experience as the two black women living, navigating and matriculating in this black, well, excuse me, not the black world, but in this world. And that's just our reality. And I think anybody listening to us who really know us, you know, they know who we are. And so I feel like it's our responsibility to use our platform to let mm-hmm. people who may not know our experience because you never know who's listening. We appreciate each and every one of you. So I just think, yeah, listen with an open mind because you are getting a inside scoop or insight on what it is to on how we feel black experience, yep. you know, a little bit. Um and speaking of being black women, going back to the unfortunate murder of the young girl, um, Micaiah Bryant, you know, um, like you said, she was, we, you know, there's debatable things about what's happening, but the re- the point is she did not deserve to die. Mm-mm. And the issue is she, she, the cop approached her and shot her four times. Yeah. And if you shot, don't know the story. Not tased, not tased. shot. Not a warning shot. There was no like shoot shot below the waist. It was just like he rolled up, boom, 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 boom. That was it. And it's like, and people are online debating like, well, if he wouldn't have reacted, the other young lady that she was trying to stab would have been, you know, would have died. But we don't really know. We don't know that. And there's also a way to disarm somebody without killing them. Yeah, and then it doesn't help that there were adults sitting around kind of not de-escalating the situation. So it's terrible because apparently she was trying to defend herself and she was provoked and we've all might have been in those situations. But that does not mean that she deserved to die Mm -hmm. um, in the way that she died. It was just terrible. I mean, it It definitely could have been avoided. It it could could have been avoided, you know, a whole teenager. And so that brings up a whole nother thing too within our trauma of being black and getting killed by the police. Then we have another issue within that issue where hands down, statistically it is more black men that get killed and murdered by police. But we do have a big issue with our black women being killed and murdered by police or law enforcement. And so, um, you know, that's a whole nother thing that we're trying to bring awareness to. Like, let's not forget about our black women too, because we are in black children. Let's just, let's just say black mm-hmm. children and women. Um, because black, just, black people, black lives completely like black all lives of us yep, um, are at risk. Um, yeah. unfortunately. And we want to believe these people, you know, we want to protect black women. We always want to make sure that we, you know, honor their memory in the same way that we honor all these other unfortunate killings. So it's just been a lot. And so the fact that those two things literally happened on the same day on one token, okay, clap, clap, clap. You know, he got proven guilty, which we were all hoping. And thankfully it, it went the way that we were hoping it went, but then crazy, not even, not even really minutes into them reading the verdict, we get reports of this incident in Ohio with the young girl. Mm-hmm. So it was a it was a heavy day, you know, and then anytime these things happen, you can't help but think about all the other times that it just happened. Yeah, it's like, oh, another one? Oh my goodness. Yeah, and, and if you're not careful, 
you get real desensitized to it and you just become numb but it's like yo this can really be anybody that I know and we're all doing regular things and so I had a whole moment with that because I said wow like she was 15 some reports say 16 but I think she was 15 Mm -hmm. and I'm like that could be anybody's sister, anybody's daughter, sister, you know, someone's child, someone's child, friend. And it just gets closer and closer to home. We did have that incident in Virginia Beach that I brought up on the last podcast or a couple podcasts ago. Oh, yeah. Yeah, real quiet, by the way. I have not heard anything else. Um, but that's typical. That's just typical of how this area operates. It's real. Hush- I was I was getting ready to say it's the city. It's, it's, the, it's city. the city. They're you definitely very hush hush because they don't want to bring negative attention to what is supposed to be a resort area. Exactly why. So you're gonna have to like you know, that's something that one of those situations you have to like research yourself. But it ain't gonna be publicized like all these other ones. But the point is, there's things happening, and I had a moment because as a parent of a black son. Mm-hmm. it just it, it put me it I just had so many um feelings because my son is four mm-hmm. and he is like we've mentioned the extroverted child speaks to everybody I mean He's so precious it's outgoing I just love his little life <laughs> thank you thank you <laughs> but then it's like at what point will the world see him as a threat yeah and it's terrible I mean it's so heartbreaking to even think that way yeah and how do you and I have I'm going to have to have that conversation with him sooner than later I cannot wait till he's a teenager and can understand hey son this is what you do you know thank God I have my husband here to help and to Lord willing he'll always be there to have that conversation from his male point of view Mm -hmm. but it's like he's four going on five like at what point do I have to say hey, you know, be careful how you talk to them because we don't want it to be taken wrong or like just at what point does it become a threat? And that really weighed on me when I, for some, I mean, it, it's always been in my mind, but for some reason when that verdict came out and then the shooting with the girl happened, and then let's be honest, the week before that, it was the um, the Dante, the other young man who- Yeah, um, who um, was accidentally shot when he should have been tased. Mm-hmm. It, it, it's just so many yeah. names to keep up with. So it just had me thinking, like, this is crazy. Like, that literally could be any one of our sons or daughters. But um, but unfortunately, you know, Black men is even more of a target. And it's not just men. It's Black boys, Black children. Mm-hmm. And all this systematic stuff in the school. It starts in the school system. To be honest. It starts when they're young. Um, they get labeled early. Mm-hmm. It may not be getting murdered, but, you know, how they move throughout the school system. They get yeah. labeled. Like, they get oh, labeled as troublesome or troublesome, problematic. Um, or, ADD, yep. um, all these false diagnoses. Um, mm-hmm. You know, I have a younger brother and I remember my parents kind of fighting some of that. Like, wait, why, did, why does it seem like you always sending stuff home about my son? You know, like, and looking back, I'm like, wow, they were really dealing with it then because of where we grew up, it's not necessarily the blackest area. And so he was always one of few in his class. And so it was always constant, like, well, you know, he's a bit aggressive or he's this and he's that. And so all these code names for your black child is doing disrupting my class, basically. Yeah. And so it's just really heartbreaking. And yeah, when I look at my son and how vibrant he is, it's just like, wow, I'm going to have to like have a talk with him sooner than Mm -hmm. I want to. Yeah. And at what point does he become a threat to the quote unquote world? 
and he just doesn't understand because right now he has friends of all races because mm-hmm. you know they don't know any different right now right right but some the kids, world hasn't tainted them it hasn't at that age he's gonna say something one day probably sooner or later a kid's gonna say something to make him feel different mm-hmm. or try to make him feel different so our goal is to try to instill in him early like the confidence and like no matter what people on the outside say, like, you got this and whatever. So, yeah, it's a huge responsibility to have a son, yeah. to have a daughter, too. Don't get me wrong, but... Or just to have a child in this con- in this, in yes. this current, um, you know, this current social climate, I yeah. think it's difficult, period. It is exhausting. And I'm like, man, I got a long way to go. And so you don't want to live in fear, but it's like, going back to what we said, everything that we do in life, we have to always think, all right, if I, if I move to this neighborhood what kind of schools is it all right it's it's a good school but is my kid gonna be the only one because mm-hmm. then if he's the only one meaning the only black kid that could come is with he gonna be singled out thing. but then if i move to a, a neighborhood where there's more people like him that's great but then sometimes what is the quality of education like because then mm-hmm. they might not invest in the neighborhood so it puts you in a very as a black person just anything whether it be buying a house whether it be picking a job buying a car, like everything that we approach in life, we always have to just think about it. We can't just wake up and say, all right, I'm going to go do ABC. We always have to kind of pause and say, how is it, how can this affect me? Good, bad, and indifferent. Yeah. We got to think about the long term as well as the short term. Yeah. So yeah, it, it was just a heavy week and we wanted to definitely like talk about it because you know we we always want to be current as to what's going on in the world we could not not acknowledge that by no means and so it was just heavy I mean it's um (laughs) and it's aside from just that I mean life sometimes it's kind of hard to deal yes as we Um, say adulting is the worst hood (laughs) you know it, it can be a little difficult to um to deal so how have you I guess I mean I know you just kind of addressed how it kind of weighed on you with regard to your son and you know having to have that conversation with him at some point Mm -hmm. um but how have you been coping with life and that sounds like such a therapy question but it's it's a legitimate question it is because we you do have to have ways to escape <laughs> you have to be able to escape adulthood um well you know unfortunately these things this week are recent but you know life has been lifing <laughs> good minute now um okay. not to keep saying 2020 but because I mean, life was happening before then and there was stress and there was anxiety and there was depression you know way before 2020 but obviously 2020 for most of us became the catalyst into emotions and feelings that we just probably didn't even know we had mm-hmm. I think we were all stretched very thin um so usually you know outside of the cliche things that people can do cliche but great things by the way outside of you know like maybe talking to a friend or therapy or all those things that we all advocate for outside of that sometimes you just need like little things in life to just help you escape and just ground you you know mm-hmm. so for me um like particularly these last two weeks were very intense because of work and just Karen showing up at my house and just you know <laughs> like all kind of stuff um so for me what typically works for me um 
in regards to like self-care and how I like nurture myself, I always try to have something small to look forward to, if that makes sense. So like, let's just say it's a Tuesday afternoon and I'm having a really rough day at work. I'm like stressed out. I'm like, oh my goodness, I just cannot believe that this happened. I'm overwhelmed because that happens a lot lately. But I always like to have something to look forward to, whether it be like, okay, but when six o'clock come, I'm going to go for ice cream or like when mm-hmm. Saturday come, I get to go, I don't know, meet up my friends for brunch. Like I love having little things to just get me through each day. Mm-hmm. Um, and it does not have to be things that cost money. It could be as simple as, yo, when I get off, this nap is about to hit. <laughs> or like when I get off, I ain't got to pick up my son today from school. <laughs> I, don't, I could just go straight home. <laughs> it's like little joys like that. Or it could be as simple as I don't have to come to work next week. It, it's, it's, it, it could be anything. So that's my immediate go-to. I try to um, arrange my schedule to where I build in little things like either free time or like I said, you know, maybe a, maybe a hair appointment. Like I try to build in something, but you know, I try to be mindful of cost because it doesn't always have to cost anything. Mm-hmm. It could be something as simple as like, I'm just going to sit outside and just read or have a cup of coffee and just, sit in silence so that's my immediate go-to um when I'm dealing with particularly intense days or weeks mm-hmm. um of course if time allows naps are always my go-to <laughs> because sleeping really does recharge it really helps me reset and when I have a lot of, on my mind or when I'm overwhelmed or when I'm trying to make a decision about something that's weighing on me mm-hmm. sometimes believe it or not a good nap will actually help me kind of process things (laughs) I wish I was like that I'm I'm the type of person that I'll take a nap and when I wake up it's like 11 o'clock at night I mean it's happened it's I have taken naps and I've woken up the next day (laughs) yeah I I can't like I I can't get off work and then take a nap because basically I'm just gonna go to sleep so yeah no and and lately I haven't had that luxury after work naps Cause you know, just, I haven't had the time to do it, but like on a weekend, a Saturday, if there's somehow, if I'm somehow alone, yeah. Like if I got some time where my son's not here and I'm by myself, absolutely. Um, or also, um, showers. I love shower therapy. (laughs) Um, when I go into the shower, it is like a, it is like an escape. Like, like you're washing away all the cares of the day. Yes. And like that old commercial, Calgon, take me away. So. Literally. And now I get it. Because I used to be like, what are they talking about when I was young? But now, now I you get it. It is true. Like a bubble bath. Bubble baths are great, but I don't be having time sometimes. So a nice shower. And I like to put it as hot as I can stand it. Mm. And sometimes I just stand in the shower. And then I know y'all might have heard this trick. You can put some fresh eucalyptus in your shower. Mm-hmm. and hang it and sometimes if it's you the right bunch it. yeah it helps it like creates a spa type of yes or you can put a few drops of essential oil in the shower just kind of throw your essential oil in there and then let the steam do it so yeah simple things like that f- bring me joy particularly when I have a really heavy day or a rough week and I just want to decompress mm-hmm. um and then for me also to music I mean I love to put on a good playlist to like help me escape whatever's happening and my playlist depends on the mood it could range from trap music (laughs) to gospel to uh coffee house vibes Mm -hmm. to 
karaoke worthy songs like my <laughs> playlist is all over the place that is my go-to like I will blast music sometimes in the middle of my work day on the days that I work from home I will literally have like a quote-unquote uh, dance party I will just take a break and I will just blast whatever song that I know will help instantly put me in a mood boost and yeah and then when I'm home with my um son he loves he loves to call it um kitchen dance parties <laughs> have dance parties in the kitchen so and we just literally will just dance to whatever song I have on my little wireless speaker and those things really bring me joy and of course um you know I like to read reading is pretty good um I like to binge watch um I'm not a huge tv person mm-hmm. um but I do watch shows like right now currently I'm watching all American I don't know if y'all watch that um all these high schoolers that really look like grown adults but you should check it out Paula I think you would like it what channel is that on or what 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 streaming service well it's all it comes on CW but we watch it a day later on Hulu I think oh, okay and um it's pretty good you got to start from season one it's it's about high schoolers but I promise you it is mature because we always watch it like yo how is it that these people are dealing with all these issues in high school and they touch on a lot of adult things mm-hmm. you know, therapy and just suicide and oh eviction like all kind of like just adult things so it's actually a good show okay. and it's based, based in LA a good huge diverse cast talks about all the present day issues of course they talk about you know police brutality it's just very current okay. so it's not all american but it centers around this to add um, that to my list yeah i think you'll like it it centers around this um black football player growing up in la basically i think um, i've seen the previews but i was like eh. but if if you say it's decent oh I'll yeah get it one the first couple episodes probably start out kind of uh, but trust me give it a run because i started during quarantine last year and then they had a new season that just came out. So yeah, so we currently are watching that. Um, and But of course, you know, we do the Netflix thing or whatever, but Paula knows this. I have a guilty pleasure on YouTube. I tend to go to YouTube a lot more <laughs> and I will binge things on YouTube. I like vlogs. <laughs> I like, um, of course, any kind of tutorial about DIY stuff because I like to do DIY on the side. That's and one hauls. of my outlets. <laughs> huh? Hauls, you like I was hauls. about to say, and I like <laughs> hauls. Uh, H-A-U-L like I like hauls particularly lately my addiction has been Dollar Tree hauls y'all before y'all be like what is that whackness trust me just google and YouTube Dollar Tree hauls and you will be addicted because like people be coming up in Dollar Tree okay they do and I told y'all on the last or one of these episodes like don't sleep in a Dollar Tree I have as a result of these videos like hey let me show y'all what I got from Dollar Tree as a result of that I have gone to the Dollar Tree more times than I would like to admit <laughs> and I have found joy in finding these things that these people on YouTube are either using or finding hacks for there's a lot of people who make things from Dollar Tree products and I'm like oh wow mm-hmm. and I can afford the Dollar Tree <laughs> like mm-hmm. I can totally blow you know 20 30 dollars and not feel guilty because I got 20 to 30 things so yeah that is one of my guilty pleasures I like to just unwind with a good YouTube video or I escape by just watching someone else's drama in life on YouTube. I'm like, these people decide to put their business out there like that. So yeah, if you ever need any recommendations, anyone, let me know. I will (laughs) feel free to uh, DM us. I will tell you what I watch on YouTube. But that's really it. I mean, of course, there's a whole bunch of things, but those are my main go-to things with Mm -hmm. how to cope and escape adulthood because boy, 
you gotta have an outlet these days. Yeah, you can't keep it all all bottled in. Um, and I, I feel like, especially last year, maybe like even 2019 leading into last year, self-care was like kind of trendy. Absolutely. Um, everybody was like, oh, I'm engaging in self-care. It's self-care Sunday. Right. And um, it became, you know, a trend, but it's a good trend. Mm-hmm. I think it's a really good trend because it helps you, you know, remain grounded. It helps you maintain your sanity if you have a designated self-care routine. And as the resident therapist, I'm going to advocate for that. <laughs> absolutely. absolutely. I'm going to advocate for, you know, everybody finding their own personal brand, so to speak, of self-care. Because it's going to look di- like what Crystal said, a couple of the things that she enjoys, I also enjoy. But there's probably a couple of other things that I like that she'd be like, uh-uh, that's not, that's not for me. Go ahead. Yeah. So you know? share with us what are some things that you do to like cope and unwind and process, you know, and just escape. So um, I I like to walk and specifically I like to walk in nature. Like there's a trail that I go to um, on my days off. I absolutely love to go there either with someone or by myself. And I will just put my headphones on, listen to music and just like, as I'm walking, look at my surroundings, um, kind of like do some grounding techniques, making sure that I can feel the wind hitting me. I'm looking at the water, like look at, you know, a couple of things I can sense. I'm feeling the gravel crunch underneath my feet as I continue to move at a steady pace. Um, so for me, like, especially after like the first mile, I just feel, I get like a second wind and I'm just like, yes. And also, you know, it's a, um, it's exercise too. So it's, it's healthy. Um, and it's like, you know, those, when you're exercising, you get those happy chemicals, those endorphins, it's like a natural mood booster. So that's my go-to when I can, when the weather permits. Mm-hmm. Um, and I prefer to be outside than the gym. I feel like the gym is super monotonous. I hate the treadmill. Um, what else do I like? So one thing that I like that a lot of people hate, and one of my good friends turned me on to this in like 2017, and I just haven't been able to stop watching them. Um, I watch ASMR videos. <laughs> yes, Paula told me about that. I forget <laughs> about that. Go ahead. I just, I, so basically, um, it stands for, I think, Autonomous Sensory Meridian Response. And it's a big acronym for, um, like, you ever got your hair washed? Mm-hmm. And that tingling feeling that like when they're like massaging your scalp, yeah. essentially the ASMR videos, they are making noises on the camera. They're talking to you in whispers and they're activating that response. So <laughs> it's very, it's very, very calming. Everybody who I try to turn, turn, you know, turn <laughs> onto it, they're like, Paula, no, this, no, just no. <laughs> but I, I look at them. I can see where it is. enticing specifically i think the one you had sent me i guess it was years ago now i think the lady was like rubbing her hands against fabric or like open crinkling paper or something Mm -hmm. something so simple like those crinkly noises yes but it was very enticing yeah they're just like it's like those satisfying sounds so yes i tend to watch those when i'm getting ready to go to bed at night you watch with headphones so that they really like I don't even I don't even use headphones. I just turn my TV up loud. I okay. cast it to my TV and I turn it up loud because it's it's not like super since it's whispering. It's not like it's gonna disturb my neighbors. So okay. I just yeah I don't do headphones because I'm gonna fall asleep in those and end up breaking something. Um, 
And then also, I also like um, the shower thing that you talked about. Yes. But what I like to do is w- when I think about it, like when I remember to do it and um, one of my colleagues put me onto it, turn off the lights and light a candle and play some music and take a shower. Mm, okay. Like, you know, some soothing, whatever you want to listen to. Like, I, don't be in the shower in the dark, you know, fist pumping the trap music and stuff. But well, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, but, but, but what whatever floats your boat. Like I said, you know, your self-care routine and my self-care routine are going to look different. Um, and I'm reminded of, have you seen on Netflix the show Dead to Me? No, but I keep seeing this. It's in my suggested. You, oh my gosh, it's so good. It comes up. I'm like, what is that Dead to Me? It's, it's really good. Um, okay. But this woman, this isn't going to give any of it away, but this is the premise of the show. This woman loses her husband in a hit and run. Hmm. And in, in order to cope with the grief, one of the things that she does is she goes in her car, turns the volume sky high and listens to like that super heavy death metal music. <laughs> mm, okay. Yes. Intense. And it's, it is super intense, but it's like, while she's listening to it, she's like banging her head, but she's also crying at the same time. And I'm like, okay. Hey, and it looks different for everybody. It, exactly. And that's my point, you know, self-care or how you get through the day is going to look different, um, you know, for everybody. But yeah, mine, I like to walk um a good playlist shower and even sometimes and you know you got to be careful with this sometimes like a good dessert mm-hmm. yeah. like ice cream or a milkshake or something um like a treat something that you don't get yeah, to treat, eat every day yeah treating yourself to a treat um and then what I used to do I need to get back in the practice of it is thinking of a couple of things good that happened to me throughout my day because it's so easy to be like oh my gosh today sucked and da 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 and mm-hmm. this went bad and this went wrong it's so easy to point out the negative but sometimes when you put everything in perspective you may realize like hmm I did have a a few you know successes today mm-hmm. so finding three things to be you know thankful for or three things that you know, we're good that happened to you. I can't, I can't really think of anything else that I'm current. Oh, I got a massage today. That's something I do at least once a month. And those are always good. Yeah. And I like how you said once a month, like, I like how you seem to prioritize that because yeah, most of us look at massages as a, oh, an annual thing, like, oh, my birthday or like once a year, like, and that's me, I'm guilty, but I would love to get to a place where getting a massage is as normal as getting your hair done or yeah, as normal or like as you want to get your nails done or something. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. I think we need to normalize that too and not feel guilty. Yes. Some of us are made absolutely. to feel guilty, you know, especially as women, we're made yep. to feel guilty of when we take any type of, you know, time or treat ourselves to luxury. And especially I can't relate to this, but as mothers, I know a lot of times that mothers have a lot of pressure, outside pressure put on them. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, you're a mom, you can't do this. You're not supposed to do that. And all these mm-hmm. limits and stuff like that, but you're still human. Before Absolutely. You were a mother, you were just crystal. Absolutely. And, and you're people, still crystal. <laughs> who, and it's funny you say that. People who know me know that I'm still crystal. I'm a whole mom out here in these streets, but I don't subscribe to that. I'm a mom, but I'm still going to be me and I'm continuing to be me because I don't I I don't subscribe to that I'm a mom and I can't do anything and I just gotta let myself go absolutely or or that like being a mom is supposed to be the entire sum of your existence absolutely not I'm not saying that there's anything wrong with you know moms who are super dedicated to their kids like god bless 
all of y'all as mothers because you know I'm not one so I can't relate and I look at what you all do and y'all are killing it like the moms I know personally like seriously hats off to you because it's a Um, balance you have to have a balance you can't be mom in mom mode 24 7 Uh -uh. it's not healthy what about you you have to you have to have a balance and so that that was all before before I became a mother I always took note of how other people mothered not to judge but you know I learned a lot of great things and learned a lot of things are like hmm I don't think that I will try to do I'll be doing that yeah Yeah, because these kids are gonna grow up you know I got a son he ain't gonna want me after a while (laughs) he's a boy (laughs) these boys leave their moms like they be like bye so you know I gotta have other things going on so that was always gotta have some hobbies always me always this podcast is my hobby you know like that's Mm -hmm. this is my thing and I want him to see his parents um, doing things. Mm-hmm. I want him to grow up and be like, yeah, my mom never did nothing. Literally. Mm-hmm. She just went to work. or she Like just- all she did was go, yeah, all she did was go to work. I mean, look, if that's what satisfies you and that's your life, cool. But yeah, mm-hmm. like expose your kids to what's important to you too. Yeah, they got to see you as whole human beings. Yeah, not just yeah. mommy. Yeah. But or I think, daddy. But so. th- you're right. Those are good things that you listed. Um and self-care yeah let's let's normalize like you know monthly massages or anything because we're just made to feel guilty like you mm-hmm. shouldn't do that you know that's Look, a once live, a year thing live life okay life is to be lived and i mean you know if look what everybody has their thing um some people you know partake in extracurricular activities and substances uh-huh. if that's your thing and it ain't hurting you or nobody. You still got a job. You can still pay your bills and all that, you know. Once you pass that drug test. Yeah, well, you know, it right. you know look, anymore now. if that's part of your self-care, then okay. But I, I think that it's just, now. huh? I was going to say, well, now the drug test thing, when you're talking about the substance, depends on the substance. But the substance and it, it also depends on your job, too. So Yeah, but I think, well, legally now, you can't get fired for a drug test for marijuana that's all oh, really you cannot as an hr person i have confirmed that oh yeah so we get drug tests all the time that people have quote unquote failed but can't mm-hmm. do anything about it because you know it's now um decriminalized oh for marijuana mm-hmm. yeah. i mean but if like ecstasy and stuff show up then you gotta go i was but about yeah. to say because well what if somebody's positive for you know crack or something yeah, like you those things you gotta go but when it comes to um marijuana we, it used to be where we had to let people go and that's like across the state now um, in a lot of states. So yeah, I'm not saying, you know, you should do that if that's, you know, I'm not encouraging it. But yeah, we're, we're not necessarily encouraging all, we're encouraging the adoption of a self-care yep. routine exactly. overall, because it's very important um, as adults. And, you know, e- even if you're like a teenager listening, you'll, you'll get to adulthood one day, preferably, you're going to need a self-care routine to maintain your sanity. Mm-hmm. There, there's going to be something you, you know, that you do um your escape a, a friend of mine he'll just you know he doesn't do it often but he'll play video games yeah that is a good one that a lot of people you know, do video yeah, games. he'll 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 give himself like a block of time and he'll play video games and then he'll stop and he'll resume whatever he was doing and um yeah so look whatever floats your self-care boat mm-hmm. 
and just know that, that self-care doesn't always have to cost money too it, it really doesn't you know it doesn't have to be the cliche hair done nails done everything did we, we named a bunch <laughs> whatever of drake stuff. said <laughs> 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 hair done nails done everything, everything did, did. Um, yeah, we named a bunch of like free yeah. things you know youtube university nobody has to pay for that no one um, we're all free students you know practicing gratitude finding joy in you know small daily things um now yeah massages and ice cream that's gonna cause but look sometimes that's worth it absolutely absolutely but just don't feel pressure to be like well i don't have any money so i can't take care of myself nope go for that walk yeah, you go know for a walk. that's Keep free neighborhood you know it may not be a, a great scenery but use what you have around mm-hmm. you Mm-hmm. Um, as best as you can. I, I agree. I, I think those are great tips. I think those are great coping mechanisms that we have. Um, because yeah, adulting is hard. I know that word is overused a lot, but it's true, man. We have, like you said, um, well, like we, like we know, like we have bills, we have, it's, we, <laughs> we're pulled in so many directions of yeah. life, you know, and even when you're thinking, okay, woo, this day is going good or this week is going good. Something will come out of the woodworks that might throw you like, off. Stop. Yeah, so you Just always gotta have. We're going good, right? Gotta be quicker than that. So it's <laughs> like you always have to have um, tools, as I like to call them, tools in your toolbox, ways to quickly pull out and say, "All right, whoo, this happened. This day was rough, or this day was a little intense. So, but I got this tool or technique that I'm gonna do to cope." Mm-hmm. to help me make it through the next day because mm-hmm. it's real out here like and there's no shame in feeling like it's too much because it is too much <laughs> and we all can be triggered <laughs> by any little thing you know um we all of us if you're an adult living in this world you you got some responsibility that is driving you crazy and that's okay you know um that's okay <laughs> and that's normal it's pretty yes it's very normal because if i i'm telling you man like oh my gosh like i just be like when i was 12 or 10 or young why did i keep yeah. wishing that i got i could grow up what, what was I, wrong with us? no one told me <laughs> no one told me <sighs> but on the same token i don't think i want to be a kid again i know that sounds crazy no, I don't because I, I, I don't, don't. want to go back to that. I'm I'm okay yeah. with with. I like I like being able to you know do what I want to do. But do what I want to do. <laughs> I took I took I took the carefree days for granted for a long time. So I think that's just what we're getting at. You know, we we were we were in such a a hurry to grow up, and now we're grown up and look at us. And look at look at it. No one warned us <laughs> out here just fending for ourselves. You know asking why we even exist no i'm kidding (laughs) who decided that i should be an adult like (laughs) we're gonna make it though we we are going to make it yeah we are so yeah i i I just think all of us all of you listening we just gotta take it easy y'all and just don't have no shame in doing whatever it is like paula said whatever it is to get you through the day to day because it is rough we're still in this pandemic Mm -hmm. um whether we admit it or not i do have another thing a little (laughs) off topic but on topic something else i'm exhausted with Mm -hmm. (sighs) y'all we got to do better i am actually exhausted with being asked if i've had the vaccine or not okay oh lord please and I'm and I mean this with all sincerity because I'm not joking. Like, 
please just stop asking people. That's a their girl, health information. It is. A girl at my job literally sent me uh, what you would call an IM, a Teams chat. Nothing to do with work. And out of nowhere, it didn't even say good morning. It was like, hey, did you get the COVID vaccine yet? This is in the middle of the work day. And I'm like, why does it matter if I got it or not? I literally left her on red. I just pretended. <laughs> I, I did and I didn't it's hard for me because I'm a nice person I don't like leaving people on red I, I don't because I don't like being left on red but I had to I said I can't do this right now because I was busy and she should have been busy too yeah like, why Instead of worrying about your vaccine status and I don't even talk to her like that you know like we we're cordial at work but I don't have any like relationship with her I'm not hanging out with her why do you want to know like what made you say you know what I'm gonna message her in the middle of the work day and ask her, hey, have that, you got the vaccine? It was weird. And I haven't seen her. So I'm sure when I see her, she'll be like, hey, you left me on red. And I, I know. But it's like, <laughs> whether I got it or not, once you know that information, what are you going to do? Yeah, what does that do for you? Yeah, but like every social circle that I'm in, everywhere that I go, it gets brought up. And I'm just tired of talking about it. And I, I think I have pandemic fatigue now or like vaccine fatigue because it's like this weird competition oh you got it or you didn't know oh, and then when you say you got it or which one did you get oh my gosh like or if or if you didn't get it well why not like exactly you're almost, and yeah. you feel like you have to explain yourself mm-hmm. and i'm just like i don't care i don't care i i actually literally don't care if you got it or not and i'm not gonna ask you now for like cool like that and we're friends it might come up but i'm talking about the random encounters with you know the lady at Lidl. Or, you know, the random person at the car wash. Hey, good car wash. Did you get the vaccine? Like, why are we talking about this as if it's just as common as the weather? I am exhausted from talking about it. Every conversation that I've partook in these last few weeks, it has been brought up. Okay. I just need to get that off my chest. Like, I am drained. How do you feel now that you've gotten that off your chest? I just feel... I still feel heavy about it. I know <laughs> tomorrow is a new day and yeah. someone's going to ask me again tomorrow. <laughs> and I'm just like, you know what your response should be, you in my business, don't do that. <laughs> yes, maybe I should do that. And I'm working on that. I'm working on being more assertive and just stating how I really feel about you asking me about this shot. Yeah. Okay. Um, especially when you and I don't even bang like that. So me getting a shot, ain't got nothing to do with you because I'm not going to see you anytime, especially if you're a stranger, I'll probably never see you again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so anyway, um, that's it for me. Um, <laughs> I just needed to get that off my chest because I'm drained, but in all seriousness though, y'all like, you know, specifically black people find ways to cope is really hard out here as we, as it's been for decades. Um, but, but, just take care of yourself. Um, speaking of work, I did see this one meme or whatever you want to call it going around Instagram. And it just said, it just said, non-black people, your black colleagues are exhausted and spent. Ask if they want to cancel or postpone that meeting. We need a minute. We can't quite catch our breath. And mm-hmm. I resonated with that because I was like, that sums it, up. it would be nice if I could actually say that when I go into the office. Because, um, going back to the trial and um the killings that happened last week 
the next day was a business day and unfortunately it was like business as usual right it's as usual and mm-hmm. of course you know being one of the few blacks in my uh, place of employment and most of us are in those situations it's it's tricky because like wow like i have so much that I, that i went to sleep with last night on my mind all these things happened yesterday but i gotta walk in here and do the good morning or i gotta log into the video chat good morning and you have to just kind of act like you know put on a brave face your mind is not heavy and yeah. it's exhausting i'm tired of it so again if you're you know we're not here to like like paula say when i hear sway but just keep that in mind like they need to someone needs to come up with something called trauma pto we need like yes a trauma pto day at least like like a mental health day or something because mental health days for me i look i just ain't coming to work like i'm pto or not i ain't coming this is a mental health day for me but i mean like a real a real institution of trauma pto yes because it's, it's just it could be a lot and it's just hard when they just don't even acknowledge it. I'm not saying we got to talk about it at the coffee break, but you know, I don't know. Just don't act like nothing's happening. Let's just not act like the world is not on fire. Well, when it's not happening to you directly, it ain't happening. Yep. And and that's the privilege of not being black because you can, you can navigate the world and be like, well, that ain't me. Mm-hmm. That ain't that my is, son, my daughter. Touch, if it doesn't touch your doorstep and it, it doesn't directly affect you, it's easy for you to, um, you know, kind of detach yourself. But if you want to seriously sympathize and empathize with your black friends or the black people you know um, or the black people you work with, really do that. Mm-hmm. Don't just hit a. You know, don't just hit. Well, I know a lot of black people and they're great. Okay. Oh yeah, let's cut that out. Yeah, let's stop doing that. Like just because you're in proximity to black people don't mean you know black people, don't mean you know black experiences, don't mean you understand our black lives. And as they say, you can love our culture and still hate us. So So, unfortunately I found that to be true. You can love black culture, our hair, our music, you know, but you can still not like us. So that that means nothing. Just do better. If you're gonna if you're gonna stand with us and support us, stand in our shoes see things from our perspective, try to understand where we're coming from and not just hit us with the stereotypical blanket. Oh yeah, I know a lot of black people type of phrase. Mm-hmm. Or I have black friends. Yeah. And just know too, um, I'm watching you. <laughs> I remember particularly <laughs> I remember particularly when everybody was doing that black square last year on Instagram. Mm-hmm. And when everybody was posting and everybody was feeling like they had to say something there's a couple people that i noticed went ghost or they decided to take their convenient social media break at that time yeah. just know that i noticed <laughs> that was not a that was not an accident that you just decided to log off that particular week when things were really intense when the world was finally waking up to all the injustice that we've had for generations it was just real convenient that you were silent. So just know that I've seen, I saw you and I took your silence as everything that I needed to know. Mm. Just know that, you know, so if you're friends with me or associated with me, you feel like you can't have certain conversations with me, then we might need to reconsider or reconvene in a later lifetime. And that's it. So you have anything else for the people? Um, I think that's, um, (laughs) As, as the people on social media say, that's on period poo. 
Yeah. So. <laughs> yeah. So we want to know, um, of course, your feedback. Let me know some ways that you have um, had to, you know, cope. Let, let us know some of your coping mechanisms or some self-care practices and tips and things that you do, um, whether it be after hearing traumatic news or even if it's just after a regular exhausting day. Um, let me know what are some ways that you just regroup and you know redirect your energy um dm us send us an email at random eloquence pod at gmail.com mm-hmm. <laughs> or you can dm us and find us on instagram at random eloquence pod um or i mean if you know us personally send us a text we'll make sure we you know yeah. group it into our show recap for um next episode and as always please 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 continue to send us topics because we're always looking for new topics. We have a lot of things that we probably have on our list, but we really would like to talk about things that y'all want to talk about too and maybe stretch our uh, horizons a little bit. And, you know, we want to get some topics that we might not have thought of so that we can, you know, challenge ourselves with some new interesting topics. So let us know. But seriously, let us know. I want to I want to get some new self-care tips to add to my toolkit. Yeah, I think we could all um, benefit from just kind of seeing what other methods of self-care are out there that we could potentially use. Um, But yeah, I just want to end everything by saying, take care of yourselves, people. Everyone listening, just continue. Or, and if you haven't, if you haven't been, start taking care of yourself. Prioritize yourself. Like she said, take care of yourself. Put yourself first. Say your prayers. Because <laughs> we are far from done with the work that needs to be done. But you got to take care of yourself in the meantime. Because, you know, you got to live. Mm-hmm. We got we to gotta adult. As much as we want to escape, we still have to do it. <laughs> yep. All right. Well, I think we can go ahead and close out the show. So again, thank you so much for listening. Please be sure to uh, like us or follow us on Instagram. And also, most importantly, please, please, please subscribe to us wherever you get your podcast. Um, most importantly, if you happen to subscribe to us on Apple, please leave us a review. Thank you again to everyone who's left a review. But please continue to share this podcast with your friends and leave that review. That way we can... Um, you know, bring some more listeners um, to the show. And that Apple podcast is like the best way to find us and the best way to get the word yeah. out about us. Yeah. And it gives it give us good feedback and lets us know how we're doing too. Absolutely. Because we are still new to this thing and we're going to continue to, you know, knock it out the park and, and learn and progress as we go. All right. So if there's nothing else, we're going to go ahead and be out of here and say goodbye. Bye, everyone. Like I said, take care.